Are you recording? I am. Speaking of cheese, we have an article on the link list about how Parmesan is made. Do we? <laughs> I did not look at that because I was I was running hard and fast at making the uh, making I was, the show I work. Was, yeah, no, I I kind of we kind of had a had a place where we thought we were going to go. I'm at a point now um, where if you ask me on any given day what the monologue is, it's different than the day before. Yeah. What's, what's that monologue going to be about? It's yeah. different than the day I, before. It kind of like. I and keep, it just so happened that, like, you know, weed's been in the news and this thing has been happening. So I've been kind of, we've been leading with marijuana stories. So it's, it's sure. been, you know, that's been, the, um, so it's like worked out. But, uh, you know, what I always try to do is figure out what the first story is going to be and try to, you know, weave a yarn uh-huh. to introduce it. Um, and when so, I noticed this evening, you know, that the top three hadn't been changed and the link list was still all green and all that, like how he hasn't. So, know. so I mean, this is something I knew. Um, uh, Provolone also has the same issue. Um, but, uh, it's a bad day to be a cheese loving vegetarian. Now, not a vegan because vegans wouldn't eat the cheese just because it was made using animals' milk. But if you're a cheese-loving vegetarian, on the other hand, you'd be okay with that. But the fact is, it turns out that one of the most beloved and iconic cheeses, Parmesan, is actually made using animal rennet. What's rennet, Mike? Well, if you're not sure what that is, prepare your stomach while we break it down for you. Warning, this may leave you feeling a little queasy. The little-known fact about how Parmesan is made. Parmesan cheese is made with animal rennet, which is an enzyme that comes from the fourth lining of the stomach of animals, typically calves, goats, and lambs. The animal is usually the killed of, in the, the lining process. of which stomach? Of the fourth stomach? No, no, no. The fourth lining of the stomach. Oh, the fourth lining yeah. of the stomach. So the fourth, li- the fourth layer deep of stomach lining... So, as you can imagine, oh. to get to that, you typically have to remove the stomach. Well, yeah. Do you think they're killing the goats just for the fourth lining of the stomach? Or, let, hang on, what if we kill the goat and we processed all the meat? All of it. and All and of it. Because Like anything usable on that goat, let's process it. Goat chops are delicious, ask the Jamaicans. Yeah. And, well, and while we're at it, while we're at it, let's let's grab let's grab that thing that we need. The rennet. The rennet in the stomach. Let's grab that. Or do you think they take the stomach out, throw the rest of the goat away, and then take the fourth lining of the stomach out and then throw that away? No, I'm I'm pretty sure that they use as much of the goat as they can. Oh. All right. That's the way I would do it. Right. I, I I read the article. It's like, and the, you have to kill the goat to do it. Well, no shit. Well, let's just take into account all the goats that they've killed already, right? And then maybe consider that that's where they're getting the rennet. Probably. Rennet is taken and dried so that it becomes a solid. Then, when it's time to make the cheese, the rennet is rehydrated in water. The liquid is then added to milk, which is then churned to make the cheese. That's how you make cheese. 
The rennet is the ingredient that helps break the solid particles in milk away from the water content in order for them to form a solid mass, allowing curds to form. Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet, eating her <laughs> curds away. Now well, came a spider and sat down beside her and said, Hey, hey what's in the bowl, bitch? bitch? That was Andrew Dice Clay. Oh. I, not, I did not come up with that on my own. No, my, my godmother taught me that years before I saw Andrew Dice Clay do it. <laughs> <laughs> my mother was real happy about that one. I'm sure. <laughs> what's in the bowl, bitch? Bitch. <laughs> Oh, uh, so yeah. Um, if you didn't know that about uh, Parmesan, it's also true for uh, provolone. They use uh, they use animal rennet in provolone as well. In fact, I believe it's it's uh, pig rennet that they use in, um, provolone? in provolone. Yes. So provolone's not kosher. No, what? and it's 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 also no good for for our Muslim friends because they. They oh, avoid right. pork products as well. Yes, it's not. It's called halal. halal. Yes, it's yeah. not halal. They don't. Uh, they can't eat that. Right. I was unaware. I was on it. I'd also like, I lived like 30, 39 years before I figured, before I found out that uh, they needed to like use pig cartilage to make gummy bears and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, that blew my mind. Like I met like my. Uh, you can get kosher Matt's gummy got a, bears. Matt's got a they, friend from college who's from. I think Iran, or his dad's from Iran. Mm-hmm. I think I might be wrong. If 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 that person is listening, don't get upset. I just don't remember at the moment. But, but from a Middle Eastern, Middle Eastern culture, country, yes. and his father's very strict, and you know, he learn all kinds of shit that he can't. They can't drink alcohol. Yeah. That, yeah. The, <laughs> the the more the more uh, the more strict uh, sex don't drink. Yeah, it's crazy. How do you do that? You just don't. It's fucking weird. Anyway. <laughs> it is a bit different. It is what's, a- the, what's the brand of coffee that uh, the beans are eaten by monkeys and then... Shout out. It's, not a, shout it's out. not a brand. It's, it's a it's type a of coffee. It's called civet coffee. Uh, civet, <laughs> civet cats, which are not really cats. They're this little critter eats coffee cherries and then craps out the beans which is actually the the pit of the uh coffee cherry and then they collect the crap and and break the beans out of the crap and make coffee from those they say it's sublime and i will never know and you're a coffee i am a coffee junkie i i i will typically eat I, I I will just pop beans sometimes and chew on them. Yes, because they're delicious. They are delicious, especially covered in chocolate. Yes, good espresso. Sell bean those at Wawa. Yeah. You call them uppers or what are they? Called? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw an article. These are all from I fucking love science too, which is very strange. I also saw an article that there was a study that showed that uh, men men don't want to stop eating meat because it threatens. Their masculinity. We don't have to get into it, but I, I found that fascinating. I yeah. Somebody I, had to do a fucking study on that. I, I yes, don't. Men, I don't what? know about my masculinity. It it just it tastes good. I mean, it tastes good, but there's also like there's something about you know eating another animal 
that is very primal that I want to, like, I respect the animals I eat. Like, if, yes. you know, like, I will now have more respect for provolone cheese and Parmesan cheese. But there is still, some, it's, there's a connection. I mean, I know I'm getting mass manufactured and, you know, industrially farmed animals, but there's a, there's a connection to, you know, the circle of life. Yeah. But well, it, we are the top predator and we should behave as such. Well, it's, it's like when you know, I was recently offered some deer jerky by a gentleman and it was from a deer that he fell. So right. naturally I accepted it and I was very, I was very grateful and I enjoyed it. And it, there's something a little bit more special about that animal that, you know, that there's a direct connection, you know, was t- this animal was taken down and was butchered in such a way that it was it was honored. It wasn't it wasn't yeah, this, just this animal roamed woods around here. Yeah. This this animal was alive and you know doing what it needs to do. And somebody went out and did what he needed to do to control the deer population. And you know, that's now he can make jerky and feed his family. And there's a there's a respect that goes into that. Yes. But I don't like there is something about being a man like I don't, but I I don't I don't look at not eating meat as feminine. Right. No. Neither I do think I. that's the like I I think it's being a person like being human. You need to consume the flesh of other animals. This is your domain. Well, you I need to show them. that and we're omnivorous, which which sort of means that and we're not obligate can- carnivores, but. If we're not going to eat meat, there are other things that we need to do to supplement. In fact, my my buddy's wife, when when they were getting ready to have to when they were having the discussions to have children, and they decided she was going to get pregnant, she was eating a vegetarian diet and decided that you know what, it, if I'm going to have a if I'm going to be pregnant and have a baby, that's it, it's it's not that's not the way I no. want to go. And she went right. back to she went back to meat not not like i mean she didn't just like go on a full-on meat di- meat only diet don't get me wrong but she reintroduced meat to her diet so that she didn't have to artificially compensate for it because it was more important for her exactly. to eat a natural diet than to <coughs> compensate right. in an unnatural way exactly because she had a she had her child so when it came down to her child she knew that meat was important. Yes. And I think that's, was that child a boy? He is. There you go. That's why. See? <laughs> they didn't know that at the time, but yes, he is. I, I guarantee it. I guarantee it was the boy that went, give me some fucking meat, lady. Give me some meat, lady. <laughs> this bullshit. I want meat. Pulling the cord. <laughs> that was a storyline on uh, Friends. When Phoebe was, uh, was, the, what's the word? Uh, Pregnant. Yeah, she was she was carrying the baby for her brother, and her I, brother's right. wife, Giovanni Ribisi. I didn't watch brother. Friends. I didn't watch. I friends. Didn't watch Friends. I don't give a shit. So please okay. continue. The, the, I know who Phoebe is. All right. Yeah, Phoebe, I understand the storyline. Phoebe gives up meat while she's pregnant, and Joey agrees to eat all the meat that Phoebe's not eating. He eats all the meat that she's given up, you know, it's such a, you know, like, yeah, like really, somebody like had to do it. A hard thing to do. Somebody had to do it. Somebody had, somebody had to pick up that slack and there, yeah. Somebody had to pick up that slack. 
Absolutely. But we, uh, speaking of Slack, we do have, uh, we have adjusted tips, right, Mike? We do. And we'll let that pick up the Slack in, in our being entertaining right now. And move things along. <laughs> right. And pick up the Slack where we're not being entertaining. No, I get oh, it. Weren't? I thought we were being. So I thought it, my, my give me meat and pulling on the umbilical cord was pretty funny. Okay. Just the tips. It's Stanley McFadden. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the Media Virus Podcast. It is I, the one and only Big Daddy Professor of Big Technology, Faniwa V, bringing out to you another episode of Just the Tips. Tonight's episode, episode number 37. <sighs> ladies. Ladies above a certain age, all you seem to think about is getting married because you've had this fantasy ingrained within your head since you were a little girl that you're a magical princess and there's going to be a Prince Charming who's going to come along and rescue you and you're going to get to sew clothes with mice and you're going to dance at pretty balls all night. Does anybody get the feeling that one of these days somebody's going to walk into the break room while he's recording one of these? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I I I I was sitting here going. I know why he usually does these in the car. Right. He's in, he's in the break room. That's what. This seems unsafe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hold on tight, folks. A, I, I'm seeing here that this uh, just just the tips. Can we give Stanley a limit of like five? Yeah. Like, I feel like you should be able to make a point in five, unless it's like, you know, a major production. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I think we can we can probably put that out there. Okay. I think we just did. <laughs> These are the balls in your future. <laughs> the problem with that fantasy, ladies, among many, many, many other things, aside from the fact that it's horribly unrealistic, is the fact that so many of you want to get married but have no idea on how to get or keep a man or make that man happy. See, it's easy to get married. It is. I can go down to uh, the courthouse, sign a piece of paper, and be married. Take an hour. What's difficult is the work that goes into it. What happens after you say, I do? After you cross that threshold of the door and you get home when that wedding dress comes off? What happens then? Are you prepared to do the work that it takes to maintain a marriage? The reality is that most of you are not. Because what you want is the fantasy in your head that will never match the reality. The truth is, ladies, that there is no longer much true incentive for us as men to get married doesn't exist anymore. See, let me explain something to you. Because so many of y'all 
have taken so many of us to court and have taken half of our shit time and time again. The things that we as men work hard to provide for you. We work hard to provide a life. So maybe he wasn't in the break room. <clears throat> I'm thinking maybe he was in somebody's random, in, just randomly in somebody's house. <laughs> Which is even funnier because, you know, if somebody busted, who are you? What are you doing here? Anyway. For you. And you turn around and take half our shit. Most marriages end in divorce. Most divorces are initiated by women. Most marriages are pressured by women. So you heifers push and poke and prod us men into getting married, then you push to divorce us, then we get clean swept at the courts and we lose half our shit. So tell me, what is the incentive for us to get married? What is the why? Tax break? Someone to make legal decisions if I should end up laid up in a hospital bed? What do you bring to the table? Exactly. So before you pressure your man into putting a ring on your finger, I want you to think about that. What are you bringing to the table that he cannot get anywhere else? What incentive does he have to risk half of his shit for you? Most of y'all, when it comes right down to it, ain't worth the risk of losing half our shit. So many of y'all get to have the excuse of eventually, oh, I've just had it. I've had enough sex. I'm, that's it. I'm, just, I'm, I'm done. I've hit menopause. We're past that. But you don't expect us to be past providing for you. So you get to decide when you're going to take away our favorite toys. You get to decide, apparently, when oh, I mean, you're just done having sex. But it, what happens if we as men decide, you know what, dog, I don't feel like going into work tomorrow. I don't, I don't feel like providing anymore. Oh, y'all would turn around and have a fit. But that's what y'all are doing to us. See, there's a contract, obviously, in marriage. We provide financially and, and resources. You provide that ass. If you aren't fulfilling your end of the bargain, why do you expect us to fulfill ours? See, that's the give and take. If we are protecting and building the roof over your head and you're supposed to be keeping that home, then you need to do your part so that we can continue doing ours. And if you don't do your part, stop expecting for us to do ours. It's just not worth it. And men, if you are considering getting married, think twice. Is this bitch worth half of your shit now and forever? If you're already married, try to keep that woman happy. Go through these tips that I done left There's plenty of hours of content, good, solid, 
hundred plus tips in almost 40 episodes. Go through these tips. Find the ones that are going to work for you to keep that woman happy and keep you sane. But if you ain't gone that route yet, gentlemen, think again. Media Virus Podcast, just the tips. Until then, happy fucking. You know, talk about incentive. One, first of all, we're treated like buffoons. Men, husbands, we are always, I mean, every commercial, every sitcom, the, the dad's a buffoon, but the dad's the one supporting, you know, everybody. Uh, we're, you know, we're, we constantly hear from women that they don't need a man. We're, we're told we're toxic. And not for nothing, but now the pussy can just fly at you. There's so much porno out there. I mean, honestly, at OnlyFans, you can find, I mean, and there are loose women. They're, they're easy to find. Okay, the same one saying they don't need a man will fuck you. They, they will. And they're saying they don't need you. So what, why, why stick around? Don't, there's no incentive for that. They don't want you. They don't need you. Right? Sure. I mean, that's... I'm, <clears throat> But uh, and I I I also like to point out that in their entirety, the views that are expressed on the just the tips segment are not necessarily <laughs> the views of the Media Virus Podcast <laughs> and the Media Virus Podcast Network. I actually started writing that down. <laughs> I actually started writing that down, but I wanted to I wanted to fly into my agreement with him, and yeah, I mean. You have yeah, to know what you're getting fly, into. It now. I wanted to fly in where I agree with him, but there's also, I think you and I kind of share this. You know, I, I know my my wife is the breadwinner in in you know, my my income helps, but her income is, you know, what I mean, what what we work, what we what we live on. Which uh, is an entirely different situation. That is a no, partnership. No, absolutely. And that is how absolutely. it's supposed to be. Now here's why. I had I had absolutely nothing walking into this relationship. She owns a house. And a car. So I don't know why she got, she just really wanted to, she wanted to lock me down. She just wanted to make sure I wasn't going to go. Anywhere. And I don't, I have no idea why there was no, well, it must it, be my winning personality. It It's because it's illegal to take a nail gun and nail your foot to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think the law is something that she's quite worried about, you know, staying within bounds of. Uh, joining us right, he always kind of like, you know, masters that, uh, joining us right after just the tips. We just finished up big daddy, our, uh, BBC correspondent. How, how was your day today? Uh, my day is pretty good. I, I did get the message about, uh, shortening up the just the tips and which, uh, re received. There are some times where I, I get a little, I gotta long. tell you, I, I, we actually made this one longer. But I, I jumped the gun with complaining about, uh, I mean, if we can, you know, we don't have, I'm not saying keep them at seven minutes. What I'm saying is that one was the perfect, like you, you made good points. All the way through. Flowed all the way through. It wasn't. There are times where I repeat you know, myself. Yes, it, yeah, it, it no, wasn't we, a giant bat of suck his dick that you just beat everybody <laughs> yeah, in the I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, slightly, I'm slightly disappointed that that was not you know, brought <laughs> and two an and two was was anybody else waiting for the Cinderella joke? Which one? Yeah, he made them. He you know no, no the Cinderella joke. What did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? 
<laughs> I was like, no, no. It was like we got to we got to make it just now. You right just did it live in real time for everyone. Yes. <laughs> How is it, how is uh, improv rehearsal? It is good. We are going live as a business. We awesome. are now part of the Newark Arts Alliance. Tickets are on sale through Ticket Leap. First show. I used to work for Ticket Leap. I worked for Ticket Leap for like three months. They fired me quick. Oh damn! <laughs> yeah, uh, I sucked at that job. Uh, Newark Arts Alliance on June 2nd, I believe, is the, the first show. Tickets are, I believe... John about- Legend. John Legend is, a, is an angel investor in Ticket League. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you can buy your tickets through well, Ticket League. You, you, 10 bucks at the door. You can find Forgetful Squirrels, <laughs> either Forgetful Squirrels slash Ticket Leap, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, YouTube channel is now live. Nice. What's the YouTube channel? Forgetful Squirrels. Forgetful Squirrels. Forgetful Squirrels. It's and very all, all social media outlets. I'm probably running all of them. I think I'm running all but the Facebook. Where can all we, of them are Facebook are uh, Forgetful Squirrels? If we were to purchase tickets, where we where would we see these Forgetful Squirrels in person? We would see them in person at the Newark Arts Alliance in Newark, Delaware. On June 2nd at 7 p.m. Tickets are only 10 bucks. Does the Arts Tickets Alliance have an address? Uh, it does. I don't know what it is. Okay. <laughs> but you can but, find uh, out you can find out more by checking out, you know, the Forget for Squirrels social medias and 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 all that stuff. Uh, and go ahead, you know what? Go ahead and 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 purchase your tickets through Ticket Leap. Give them the, you know, give them the business if you're gonna if you're gonna go, you might as well. You know, and you can see a, a different side of, of Big Daddy, one that isn't quite so uh, interested in getting his dick sucked. I mean, he's still interested in getting his dick sucked, but maybe not on stage. You probably got a better chance of doing getting it there than in on the show. That's probably yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope so. You're gonna get you probably it's probably gonna get you more traction in that department. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So June, what that second? June second. I think it's a Friday. June second, forgetful squirrels at the the place where you'll Newark know. Arts Alliance. Newark New Arts Alliance. In, uh, it's right. It's near the Bob. Okay. Two seventy six East Main Street. Uh, it's near the Bob's. <laughs> I used to not work at that Bob's, but you know, you can go shop for furniture and then go check this out. There you go. This is what you do. You go to Bob's. They got fucking. They got no, 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 not Bob's. Got, the, the, Bob, the Bob Carpenter Center. The Bob Carpenter Center. Oh, I thought you meant the, the Bob. Bob's discount furniture. But what you should do, <laughs> what you should do is stop at Bob's Discount Furniture. They got free ice cream and cookies and little candies, right? Stock up on snacks, and that way you can throw shit at them. <laughs> if you throw, yeah, please throw snacks at Big Daddy. Big Daddy <laughs> likes snacks. Big Daddy is a snack. I like, I like snacks and panties thrown at me. Speaking of snacks, uh, Matt lost his snacks over the over this past week and called in. To one six four six virus zero one with angry voicemails. Let's take a listen. I've had the weirdest fucking day, and I got nobody to fucking vent to, so I'm calling you. First, I made my tea in the morning, but my dog escaped. So I had to go wrangle the dog before we left for work. And then guess what? I forgot my tea. So then I had to get a tea of fucking Wawa. Well, what happened to Wild Paper Coffee? Cold fucking bullshit. I bought two burritos, 
I only remember eating one of them, but apparently I ate both of them because I can't find the other one. I get to fucking work to find out from a customer that we had put the wrong load on the wrong truck. To kick in the ass is, this is the second fucking time we've done it to that customer. So what did I spend my whole fucking day doing? Figuring out what the where the fuck this load is. And then I go to fucking clock out. I clock out. And then I just start walking towards my office for some reason. What the fuck? That's it. Well, he says that's it. But he doesn't mean it. Because he called back. Just give you guys a quick update. I did find that burrito. It was apparently under my jacket on the passenger seat. So when my uh, when I went to go pick up my wife, I found it. It was room temperature, but I like my burritos room temperature. All right. See you guys later. So there you have it. That's right. Update on the burrito situation. The burrito affair. <laughs> but uh, Stafford or Bill... <clears throat> Had a had an incredible. I'm glad Big Daddy's here for this uh, because I wanted to include him. Production meeting in this conversation. Um, well, I feel like this is a discussion that we can have, you know, or we can we can at least let's introduce the idea and then we can kind of think about it. Okay. Okay. All right, you guys, ready? So imagine a worldwide tournament. All 8.6 billion people are in it. Single elimination fight to the death. Right. It's going to consist of 33 rounds because if you divide that by two and then two and then two, there's only 33 rounds in the tournament. How far is each cast member going to survive, assuming it is seated like a normal tournament where John Wick will be fighting a starving infant? <laughs> um. Hmm. <laughs> John Wick fighting a starving infant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what you got? You got to figure is where what your ranking is in the what in the world tournament would be, and then you would you know like the top like John Wick's fighting a starving infant. The, the top is against the the last seed, right? So, where would you start? How far? There's 32 rounds. How far do you think you would make it in a worldwide battle, living a single elimination tournament, where you have to you have to kill the opponent, barehanded or with weapons? Hmm. Good call. I feel uh, I feel like we can make this decision right now. Who, uh, with a show of hands, uh, who wants to who wants to fight infants barehanded? Okay. Who who wants to use weapons? I kind of do too. <laughs> I don't want to both. But if they get, if you get weapons, they get weapons. It's true, but okay, all right. But you, so you also have to consider, like, like it, Bill tried to sell it to me. He's like, dude, think about it. You would, you would rank pretty high. I'm like, why? I was like, well, you're male, and you're you you're come from a you're you're fully grown. You're male, and you come from a country that has food. <laughs> Not wrong. 
Mm. Right. <laughs> so <not> wrong. <laughs> even even someone in my condition would be above center. Yes, that's fair. Right. So I might have to fight like an Ethiopian woman. <laughs> but she, yeah, that's fair. But she might have more to live for. She might. She might. You know. And if she's pregnant, do I get a pass on the next round? That's a good question. Mm. D- does pregnancy give you a buy round? Right, but everyone like <clears throat> you know, you got to figure the elderly. You know, I might get I might get matched up with like a chemo patient, first round, second round, even. You know, if feisty chemo patient might make it to the third, fourth round, or even like a maybe a well trained ten year old might make it to might make it to like the you know round five, conceivably. You know, you, there's no accounting for the Hitler Youth. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. You know, where where do you think? I think it's an interesting it's an interesting thought experiment. You know, I staff writer Bill. There's a reason I call him staff writer Bill. You know what I mean? Thirty three rounds, Big Daddy. I think I think I can go at least halfway, right? Because I'm male, I'm in my prime, I work out, I'm black, I'm huge, I will punt a fucking child through the uprights. Uh, I think I can go pretty far. You don't have any children of your own, so there's no attachment to this idea of, oh, it's a child. Right. Exactly. I'm going to punt that (laughs) motherfucker as hard as I can. So you you think you can make it at least 16 rounds? I think I can get halfway. Halfway. I, I, listen, that's a... Uh, I mean, he's still angry at babies on airplanes, so... Exactly. Was that you? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. We didn't, we didn't grab that, did we? I didn't and I'm only... I, I'm barely over 40, so yeah. I'm, I'm still in my prime. I, I think I can get about halfway. You, you and you, you have some martial arts experience, right? I do. I have. Uh, you also have years. improv experience. You can make the motherfucker laugh, and then got right, and then sneak him. Yeah, him in the dick. Yeah, slap slapping that dick. And you, you do. You have. You have a lot of weapons in your arsenal. Or hunt on an old Italian woman. <laughs> might have to. Yeah, she might be feisty. And you get her on the. She gets you on the ground. You got to do what you got to do. I've known some so, feisty Italian women. Yeah. So, uh, so Big Daddy thinks he's going to make it halfway. Sixteen rounds. Uh, professor, what, uh, uh, what's your estimation of yourself? I, I like to think I could go 14 or 15 rounds anyway. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Good for you. You think, cause you're what you, I mean, you're mean and you're wild. Cause I don't give a fuck. Right. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> All the fucks, I, <laughs> they're mine. <laughs> I think, I think Gen X, Gen X in general is going to get pretty fucking far because we don't have any of the, the, we have zero fucks left to give. Yeah. And the next one is what the boomers and they're all gone in, in the first round. Well, yeah. And, boomers, and, the boomers and infants are going to be eliminated first round. Yeah. Just so really think about it. We're probably the first actual people that are going to do well in this. Cause we don't, we ain't going to give a fuck. I mean, Gen Z is going to be so confused that we're, you know, using hurtful words. <laughs> yeah. Just, just scream a, a stream of obscenities and they'll, they'll be like, Oh my God. Just drop an end bomb, watch him start crying and punch him in the face. <laughs> uh, Doesn't even have to be directed at anybody. Just say it loud three times. Just right <laughs> Play Candyman. All right. 
Well, uh, what? So, what? What? I know you don't give a fuck, but you. I mean, do you? You go to fisticuffs often? Are you trained? Like, do you do any kind of? No, but I've reached a point in my life and age where I've just decided that it doesn't matter. No, I don't I care. I, I don't no, I care. You. I'm coming here. Okay. <laughs> One point. of us is going to die. I'm. I'm going to try to make sure it's not me. Well, yeah. I'm. A, I don't want it. I don't want to be dead. I'm going to try and make you dead. I understand it. Uh, Grease Monkey Pete, what do you think your estimation of yourself uh, in a worldwide tournament? How many, how many rounds do you think you would make it through? Well, I have to think about this two ways. Pre-surgery and post-surgery. Well, you're, you are post-surgery right now. This, this I am post-surgery. We're planning this thing. How right. far you go? Uh, pretty high tolerance for pain. Okay. So, you know, I'm going to give myself a good, like, 10, 12 rounds. 10, 12 rounds. Yeah, because, you know, like, like uh, Big Daddy, I, I don't have an attachment to kids. I, I, will, I will punt a baby, yeah, just yeah. like him, you know. Uh, yeah, I, uh, 10, 12 rounds, I, th- I think I could go. That's, uh, <sighs> wow, that's, uh, you, guys got, you guys have some pretty high estimations of yourself. I mean, I... I, I, I kind of feel like it would like I could be taken pretty easily, actually, without weapon. Like if I don't have a weapon, I I would have to. My strategy would have to go for the uh, strikes with the most impact on them mm-hmm. and the least damage to me because I can't throw a ball without intolerable pain, right? So like a quick chop to the I might you know maybe get away with a quick chop to the throat. But my opponent might have that same point of view. You know what I mean? So I'm just, I would say six, seven rounds for myself. That's how I, that's how I estimate me making through this tournament. Doesn't you're saying you you Doogie Howser them? I don't, I don't know what that means. You never saw Doogie Howser? I saw Doogie he got into a fight, and and he he goes through the same the, the same thought process, and he decides, you know, strike with the most uh, intensity, and he claps the dude in the ears and ruptures the dude's eardrums. Oh, well, that's good. Thank you for that point. That might help when I'm fighting that well-trained ten-year-old. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> if I'm up against that well-trained ten-year-old that first round, I might be fucked. <laughs> if he can like climb me and beat on my head and shit, yeah. But a quick. Clap. Yeah. yeah, that might, you know, if he's not, he's not, you know, he doesn't know what I'm doing, doesn't know where to defend, might box his ears. They, that's what they call that, yep. boxing his yep. ears. Yep. I might box his ears, and then when his equilibrium's off, kick him in his dick. That doesn't work because he's only 10. Then, you know, I might go for his teeth. Just, just start bashing on his teeth. Because they'll grow back. Well, yeah. You also have to figure a good, a good dick. Well, no, they're not. I got to kill him. That's a, the thing. A good dick kick on a 10-year-old might lift him two or three feet off the ground. That's a good point too. <laughs> they don't weigh that much. That's a good point too. Yeah. Thanks, man. I'm much more confident about fighting ten year olds now. Turn that thing into a mangina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're gonna put this thing together, and uh, <laughs> fantastic to get it done. Media uh, Virus Podcast kicking baby since 2023. <laughs> Okay. So, 
speaking of put together, I put together a TikTok nonsense corner. I thought I'd share well, that with you. Let's folks, get through it. Because, and we'll uh, hammer that out. And I think I've curated some wonderful TikTok. Yes, and, uh, there was there were good TikToks this week. We're really running great on time. Are we? Oh, I mean, we're not that bad. No. Okay. Not. So here we are at Maddie's we, TikTok. Dude, a block and B block. We were almost dead nuts. We ran a little 15 minutes long. Okay. You know, with the interview. And then we played the interview roulette, which I thought was funny as shit. Yeah, I like that. I think we should go back to that. Yeah, I think that's just a bit. We should just, you know. You're welcome. Yep. Yeah, man. Thanks. Like, look at Pete contributing something out of the blue. Not <laughs> that we asked him to do. But. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to Maddie's TikTok nonsense corner, which we also call laughing at white people. And why isn't it advancing the way that it's supposed to? There we go. Here are three reasons why summoning demons is bad. It's time consuming. The required items can be difficult to find. And worst of all, it makes you seem needy. So just be yourself. If you're evil enough, the demons will summon you. Helpful advice for everybody. Yeah, it's good advice. It does make you seem needy. You know, a lot of demons want to play hard to get. But if you're tr true to yourself, they will find you. Good advice. I thought so. Thought it was worth it. Where are we starting? I'm your oldest boy. Name of Carl. <laughs> they turned me loose in the nervous hospital. Said I was well. Mm -hmm. I want that dog so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's not for me that's rchorel77 tiktok uh, that is the cutest it's like half chihuahua half demon well sling blade yeah yeah but the, the sling blade no it's a, but it's the oh my god the way that overbite and just the beer <laughs> bottle in the in the shot yeah this guy's a genius this guy truly is gives some of the best advice I mean besides big daddies of course some of the best advice uh, for relationships. Here's how I make sure my partner doesn't break up with me. I made a video of occasional knocking sounds under a black screen, and I airplay this onto our TV in the living room every night when we go to bed. When my partner says something about it, I pause the video and act like they're crazy. Hello? There's nothing out there. You're just being crazy. This makes the person feel isolated and alone in their suffering, while painting me as a rational savior so they're less likely to break up with me. Good relationship. <laughs> his whole channel is fantastic. I can't read his name at the moment. Dan Henschel. Dan Henschel. TikTok. Dan. He's fucking genius. The sunglasses are perfect. We've got another three wide panel. And we're going to go for wherever we start. Huh? In the middle. I bet if you asked everybody in ISIS why they joined, over 40% would say traffic. <laughs> because traffic can turn a reasonable, rational human being into a murderous monster. You ever been at a four-way stop and it's not your turn to go, but it's a person in front of you, it's their turn to go, but they're not going, they're doing this. Go, 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 go. No, you. Go, 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 go. And you're behind him like, fucking go! You have to go. Nobody's ever going to go. There are rules in place for this situation. I'm not going to get into heaven for letting somebody go first at a four-way stop because I'm going to stab someone and that shit's going on your tab. You 
Go, go, go. Go, go, go. It's going to lead to gaga. Gaga, gaga. Listen, you guys, you cannot be nice with someone else's time. That is not how kindness works. If you want to be nice, join the Big Brother or the Big Sister program and bring a kid to the movie. But on your way to the theater, fucking go. <laughs> that I, I is one thing. That Chad Daniels, but uh, that is something I think about. I want to bring up this whole podcast would be about traffic rules if I had my way. <laughs> it would just be about how to merge. Don't stop at the goddamn. I think that should be a fucking like you, you, the person behind you. If you stop at a fucking yield sign that's entering a highway, the person behind you should be legally responsible to get out of his car, pull you out of your car, and beat you to death. Now, the problem is we get into this whole you know blah 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 well, whose fault it is that you deserve death. The problem is is if you survive then we have to charge him with not performing that duty. And that is a $50 ticket. I have a solution for this, Maddie. Yes. This is what push bars were made for. No, right. Just push them. Mount, mount a push bar to the front of your vehicle. When somebody doesn't go, you make them go. The problem is, is it's you just not, push the problem them through the intersection. The problem isn't the going. At a yield sign, the problem isn't the going. The, pro, the problem is the stopping. There's a usually if there's a yield sign there, they're just telling you to pay attention to traffic. But usually at that yield sign, if you're moving at all, if you're moving at all at that yield sign, you have enough acceleration time to get with the flow of traffic and get the fuck in. But if you're Often. at a dead stop at that yield sign, you cannot do it. And the person behind you had to stop too. Fuck you. Fuck you in the fucking ass. That's, that's it, right? I mean, in all honesty, like his thing, fucking go. And here's the thing. If you're ever at a four-way stop and there's a, just, there's a question as to whose turn it is, this move works. You ready? You go. And you make just you go. And then you take your hands off the wheel and you sit there. That person will go because you've televised your, you've telecasted your intent. You've told him to go, and now you are motioning like you are not doing anything. Three people, four people edging out. I don't know what to do. I don't. Know. Nobody knows what to fucking do. Somebody fucking make a decision and go. Fuck. Yeah, my decision is usually fuck all of you. I'm going to drive. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. Usually just yeah. go. But if you know it's not like you know it's not your turn, and everybody's dicking around. And there's so many people, all the creeping, the creeping, mm -hmm. just pick somebody, make them go. I had to once fight a traffic ticket for running a yield sign. I won. Yeah, of course you did. Because that cop was an asshole. You were probably a teenager and he was looking for a reason to pull you over. That's why. <laughs> no, he um, actually didn't show up to court. No, but he was looking, he, just, he pulled you over because he was looking for a reason to pull you over. But if they I, pull I, you over I, for I, running a yield sign, they were looking to pull you the fuck over. Unless you like blatantly did not yield to somebody that was I mean, coming. Yeah. yeah. Was, if you didn't yield, no, here's the was, thing. If you don't no yield, if you don't there was yield, no traffic. right. If you don't yield, right, this is what happens. Uh, you collide with somebody. Yes. Yes. Right. And if you Agent. collide, if you, if you have a collision with somebody, then you could not, you didn't run this, the, the yield sign. You yes. just crashed into somebody. Well, see, that's the thing about a yield sign. Yield sign becomes a stop sign in the event of traffic. But if there is no traffic, 
it's a, you know, continue on, carry on, sir, you know, keep going. But it becomes a stop sign in the event of traffic. And there was that's clearly gotta be, that's no gotta be a fucking backwoods southern fucking Delaware bullshit rule. I mean, no, no, it's right up here in it's right up here in North Wilmington. No, I honestly if, if there is if there is if you have to give way to more traffic than allows you to enter, you can't just you can't just dive between two cars randomly because you think the yield sign says you can. If right. there if if there is a volume of traffic that does not allow you to enter, you have to stop and wait for such time yeah, that you can't there enter. Was, there was there was no other car on the road that day, and they they pulled me over and said, "You ran a stop sign back there." I said, "Uh, no. where?" Right, let's get with the anyways. Anyways, here. let's 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 move on. Moving on. Once upon a time, there was a happy little cactus named Lars who wanted to start a band. I'm bored and lonely. I want to start a band. But he needed some cool friends to play with, so Lars took out an ad in an L.A. newspaper called The Recycler because they didn't have Craigslist yet. Does anybody want to be in a band with me? His wish was answered by a cool cat named James. Hey, I want to be in a band with you. Full disclosure, I'm not spayed or neutered. <laughs> James and Lars were so happy together, but still, Just, they needed more band members. We need some more band members. We need some more band members. Yeah. Soon they were joined by two new friends, Kirk the Donkey. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is, who sent this in? I think I added this one. Okay. And Robert this the Invisible better? Man. Not really. Hi. I'm Till the a kids cry. And I like to party. <laughs> and I'm the invisible man, and I like to party too. <laughs> Let's be in a band together. Come on. Yeah. Now all they had to do was decide what kind of music to play. Should we play country music? <laughs> Country music's lame. What about polka? Nah, that sucks too. How about salsa? The band didn't know what to do until they met their new friend, Satan. <laughs> of music you should play you'll be rich and famous and do lots of drug uh, i mean candy you'll do lots of candy the music you should play is metal <laughs> what's metal what's that metal's a cool music that uses electricity watch <laughs> Check it over the set. <laughs> read, read the title. From the top. 
I just, I, I thought that was fun. I, I, I think it's fun that they have that kind of sense of humor about themselves. Yeah. Now this, I like the you idea of introducing in. the idea of Satan to children. Yeah. This you sent in, and I thought this was incredibly cool. I thought this was cool too. I started. I went down there. <laughs> B A L G A L T B on TikTok. Or check them out. It's very they do like evil music. It's fucking cool. Yeah, I I real and I I really dig covers that are me, that are in a different genre, especially something that's like this this far removed. I think is really awesome. I mean, dude, Hasey uh, Hasey Dixie and uh, the Austin Lounge Lizards got me into bluegrass. Mm-hmm. So that's I just love type of shit, type of shit. Another three-panel roulette. And here we go. So, so this week, Florida's been real busy talking about the death penalty. Not only have they passed a bill that says that you can get the death penalty for sexually assaulting someone under the age of 12, but they're also passing a bill that makes it so that you only need an 8 to 4 ratio with a jury to be able to decide to give the death penalty. Let me break that down in a little simpler of terms. So if a jury of 12 decides that beyond a reasonable doubt that the state has proved that you are guilty of a crime that could equal capital punishment, that jury then also gets to decide whether you get the death penalty or whether you're just subjected to life in prison. Now, they used to need to have a unanimous vote on that as well, but the state of Florida decided they wanted to make some changes to that after the Parkland school shooter. And since sexually assaulting a child under the age of 12 is now subjectable to capital punishment, we're gonna see a lot more dead chomos in Florida. And if this makes you mad, you're in the wrong place. Pedos aren't people, and they deserve worse. That's JD Delay five one five zero. He's an ex-con that uh, does TikToks, and I like his feed. <laughs> I thought that was fun to share. Just a little piece of information. Yeah. Don't diddle kids in Florida. Well, don't diddle kids at all. Yeah. But don't diddle yeah. kids in Florida. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. The Puritans founded the country. There were people here when they got here, but they didn't found it. They were just nation warmers. And then the Puritans came and helped those people go to heaven. And when you read about the Puritans, it always says they came here for religious freedom. And it makes you think, oh, I like those guys. They sound like my kind of people. 
religious freedom. And then you read, no, it was because the Church of England wasn't crazy enough. You can eat pork chops and get a divorce. They were like, fuck that, we want to burn witches and be afraid of the woods. They risked their lives in little boats for the promise of becoming spooky weirdos. That's who founded the country. Comedian Dana Gould. That's his TikTok. Thought that was important to share. Yeah, his, his perspective is spot on. Yep. I'm surprised Big Daddy hasn't chimed in, but I see he's. Nobody moves unless you want your head blown off. You. Please, please don't shoot me. I'll give you however much you want. Whoa, 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 whoa! You think I want money? You think that's what this is about? A big angry black man comes walking in waving a gun, and you assume he's robbing the place? I ain't looking for no goddamn handout. I'm looking for a motherfucking job, bitch. Excuse me? You heard me? A motherfucking job. Don't you see? If you give me money, that'll just help me in the short term. But a job. That'll help me develop valuable job skills and experience. It's like teaching a man how to fish. So quit stalling, get your bitch ass back there, and give me a 40-hour-a-week position with vacation pay and benefits, you piece of shit. Motherfucker, and don't make me ask twice. Back that ass up. Let's go, let's go. I can help the next motherfucker person in line. You and that apricot, uh, what a suit. Get your bitch ass on up here now. I'm gonna help you today. Um, I'd like to deposit this check, please, into my savings account, and then I need to withdraw some. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just, just, just shut the fuck up for a minute. What the fuck you doing, Lizanne? You calling the cops? No. That's the goddamn no, cops. No, no, I swear. I was just on with an account holder. I was advising him about... I'm going to kill you, bitch. <laughs> oh. Who the fuck is this? You a cop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what I recommend is that you keep at least 500 in your check and just avoid the minimum balance fee and put the rest in our money market, which earn you an additional uh, 2% interest. 3% if you keep your account over 3000 Right. You have a nice day, sir. My pleasure. And feel free to call us back anytime if you have uh, any other questions. You cop. Oh. <laughs> that from a movie? I don't know, but I don't I, know. I laughed so hard when I watched. I don't that. know what the fuck that was. <laughs> what that was was awesome. <laughs> when he said, "I help the next motherfucker," I just lost it. Uh. The, when he's, he's still wearing the mask and holding the gun. Pistol whipped the bitch. <laughs> Fantastic. We Got went a lot of TikToks today. Yeah, yeah, we went deep this week. So I told my psychiatrist I was hearing voices in my head. He said, I don't have a psychiatrist. Fantastic. Doberman Nation. It's just a picture of puppies. Most of my TikTok feed is dogs and comedians yep. making really skating points. And tips on ADHD. I ran track in the Special Olympics. Now, if you have never seen a midget run, holy shit, you don't know what you're missing out on. It is unbelievable. When a dwarf runs, the portal to heaven opens right there. Because the legs are just going off in different directions like that. It's just so cute. But because I was in the youth Special Olympics, they didn't have everyone of the same disability. Also, if five dwarves were running at the same time, everyone would just die of a joygasm. So... 
It wasn't just little people running. It was all these different kids with all these different disabilities, like some sort of Make-A-Wish All-Star team. And yeah, in, in the far lane, there was a kid on crutches, not worried about him. I'm going to kick his ass, okay? No problem there. Next to him was a kid in a wheelchair. What the fuck, man? What the? A wheelchair? That's a performance enhancer. What are you doing? Unless there's stairs on the track, I'm losing to this guy, okay? Then after that, it was me. And then after that was a fucker, okay? What? That's the politically correct term. That's what they like to be referred to as. They like to be called guys, okay? That's true. And don't feel sorry for them. Some of you are feeling sorry for them. Why? Feel sorry for me. I'm the guy that's got to run in this event while my dad is up in the stands. I'm looking at him like, Daddy, are you proud of me? He's like, no, I'm not proud of you. You're, you're running next to a fucker. I'm not proud of you. And he really wasn't proud of me when beat me, okay? He beat me. He cheated, though. He cheated. His mom ran in front of him holding a marshmallow the entire time. It's backwards. It's Brad Williams or Brad William him. M on uh, on TikTok. You're a genius. We do love middle people. Little people here at Media Virus. Podcast. Good evening yeah. and welcome to our restaurant. What brings you here tonight? An Uber. Excellent. We can get you seated with a little weight. That's fine. How much will it be? Thirty-five pounds. Okay. What's on the menu? Some greasy thumbprints, a coffee stain, and oh, a typo. Okay. What are some of the best dishes? I'd say either the bowls or the saucers, but the plates are good too. Can you show me your finest wine? Certainly. It sounds like... <laughs> Do you make your steaks rare? No, they're easy to find. I want your opinion on the entrees. How does the lamb sound? <laughs> that sounds good, but I think I'll take the shepherd's pie. Mm. You're taking my what? Just made me giggle. This the last one? This is the last one. Oh, this guy. This guy, this is... Arachnophobia is the dumbest phobia out there. Who cares if two spiders get married? It doesn't affect you. It's <laughs> a good point. Dummy idiot loser on TikTok. I, I really, I wanted to make sure. Can we just hear that genius one more time? Arachnophobia is the dumbest phobia out there. Who cares if two spiders get married? It doesn't affect you. There you go. Words to live by, really. You know? Yeah. I just, I love it when people say really stupid shit. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> but uh, on that note, that concludes, that closes out, that completes... This week's edition of the Media Virus Podcast, the 129th episode of the Media Virus Podcast. And uh, I want to thank uh, Iggy Perillo for coming in, hanging out with us. That was very, very cool. We learned a lot and had, had some, some good talks. Um, I, we've been forgetting to run the, to mention uh, 100 Hottest, hottest women. women on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Uh, it's a good place to uh, see 100, hottest, 100 of the hottest women. What's that? It's a good place to see 100 of the hottest women. It is a good place to see 100 of the hottest women. And if you disagree, you just you let them know and, you know, he'll tell you you're, you're wrong. Um, then uh, don't check out everything Forgetful Squirrels, uh, all the socials. Uh, check out, the, while you're hanging out on YouTube, check out the Media Virus Network, but you're already here. 
uh, if you're listening to this in real time. Check us out on Spotify. Check us out. Uh, you can, this is the easiest thing to do to figure it out. Go to themediavirus.com. There's plenty of awesome content there. Um, give us a call, 646-VIRUS-01. That's 646-VIRUS-01. Uh, you can make it on the show. I do it all the time. I just call the show and uh, leave messages about my burritos and, 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 and Worldwide Fight Club, apparently. Um, <laughs> did I miss anything, Mike? What, what am I? I, I kind of, um, no, I think that's about it. Like We, we hit 100 Hottest Women. He, he's doing videos now. You can see 100 Hottest Women, 10 at a time. That he's putting videos out there at, at Instagram and Facebook. Um, mm, I'll put links to Iggy's stuff in the B block. There you go. So you'll be able to check out all Iggy's stuff. Um, I'll get some for, forgetful squirrel links and put those here in the C block so that uh, all that stuff that Big Daddy talked about, you, we can uh, chase down at their at their socials. I'll, I'll put in links to their socials. And... Uh, I think that's it. So with that, I'd like to thank Big Daddy, Pete, and our fearless leader, Matty Rockdeff. On their behalf, I am Professor Mike Latouris, coming from to you live high atop Uncle Butch Studios. This has been the Media Virus Podcast, episode 129. We'll be back with 130 next week. Ladies and gentlemen, Raspberry Demon! Let me shut up. Burrito.